This is Deepa from DeepaBarrow.com, and you're listening to the Deep Beauty Podcast. Hey guys, we're back with another episode of the Deep Beauty Podcast. I'm here with Viral, super mom, new Californian, well, four years in the making, and just all around great girl. And we wanted to talk today about being a mom in the Indian community and just all sorts of things that come along with that. How are you doing today, Viral? I'm doing great. It's a Monday, so I'm just tracking through. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I know how you feel about Mondays. <laughs> so, Viral, what we wanted to talk today about to start off with is, and this is one thing that I really liked about the email when we were emailing back and forth to decide what we were going to discuss, you touched on the topic of mom guilt. And I feel like a lot of moms, they know that it exists, but they're not prepared to deal with it. Were you prepared for it? And how did you deal with it? Thanks. Yeah, so I don't think um, anyone can really prepare for it unless you're really going through it. And I think it's kind of when you're um, kind of reflecting on, you know, where you are or where you want to be, that's when you kind of feel it. And I think a lot of it also comes just from, you know, different opinions and just kind of societal expectations. So um, how did I deal with it? So I think I only realized I was going through it kind of when I had a bit of a conflict, right? I was at crossroads, like which path do I want to go with? And I think that's when I started thinking, oh, my gosh, like I feel bad about, you know, what I either I want to do or from away from my child. Like when you were going back to work? That's right. Yeah. So going back to work was kind of tough. You know, I mean, you want to be independent, yes. you know, you want to be financially independent and responsible. Right. Yeah. And you want to have some time for yourself. I think that's where you kind of get that escape, yeah. you know, get to eat a meal on time. That would be nice <laughs> and have some adult conversation. Yeah. And then there's also that other crossroad where you're like, hmm, you know, you come home from work and you see your child, but you're like, I didn't get enough time to spend with my baby, you know, and, oh, I didn't see this happening or, you know, I didn't experience my first, you know, her first with me. So you kind of start to feel that like tug at your heart oh. and that, you know, pulling strings where you're like, this sucks. But at the same time, you know, you're like, well, I also need my own time. So that's kind of where that battle, I think, comes from. And that's where you start to feel that guilt. And I think kind of um, overcoming that guilt is really thinking about it, maybe even writing down what your thoughts are, what your priorities are, and really just sticking to your decision. And then, you know, I did change my decision mm -hmm. uh, for some time. Um, you know, I stayed at home. I, uh, you know, I, I left work. Um, and that was just because... I didn't feel good anymore. And I just, I did it for me and I did that for my daughter. And I think that was mainly the thing versus, you know, succumbing to other pressures and things like that. And I think that's when you start to let go of that guilt because you're owning that decision yourself. Yeah, no, I think that's so important because a lot of, like a lot of times you'll hear, you know, in the airplane where they say that you got to put the mask on yourself first before you put it on your child. Um, and it sounds mm -hmm. so counterintuitive to what being a parent is all about. But if you aren't taking care of yourself, I mean, how much are you really going to give to another human being that is looking to you for guidance, for support, for, you know, everything that they need to succeed in life? So I think that's really great that you were able to just kind of process all those feelings and, and realize that it's really important to, to take care of yourself. And I, I really feel like as like as a mom like you really have to be careful about that sort of projection that you're putting onto your child you don't end up wanting to like you know resent them later on in life so 
And I love the suggestions that you gave about writing mm-hmm. your feelings down. That is so huge. Yeah. I mean, I, and also because this was kind of like a journey. It wasn't like an overnight decision. It took, a, you know, quite some time for me to come to this decision, you know, and it's like an emotional struggle. So, you know, at some point you're internally dealing with all this and I'm like thinking I have to have a way to really articulate my thoughts. Otherwise, I'm just going to go nuts. (laughs) So I thought, let's write this down. Um, And I think that's kind of always how I've kind of tried to make some decisions by writing it down and then really seeing it for myself versus, you know, thinking about it and thinking about it. And, you know, you end up being like a worry wart about nothing. But I think once you write it down, you're like, this is really what it is. So let's make a decision from this. Now, journaling, is that something that you've always done? in your life or is it something new? Um, no, I actually haven't done too much journaling. Um, I think it's coming to, you know, I think it just comes to me when I have, I'm at a crossroad and I have like a really difficult decision to make. And I think that's kind of where I start to write down my thoughts. And I think that's where I'm most productive. So it's coming to me. It's, and it's fairly new. I would say. Now, do you have any tips for people that are listening on like how to go about it? Like, do you write out pros and cons lists or how do you kind of process it? Yeah, I think that's kind of where I do it. And it's, again, it's just because I'm always at a, if I'm at a crossroad, right. I'm like, now what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? So I, yeah, I do make pros and cons lists. I think they're really, really important because that's where you really actually see what, um, where you are in your decisions or what the reality is. And you're actually able to cross things out. And I think that makes me feel really good. You know, it's like people who are working, you're making a to-do list, yeah. right? So you're going to cross things out. Um, you feel accomplished. So I think once you write it down and then you pick things or, you know, you circle things that resonate with you the most and you prioritize and you make that list as well. So I think pros and cons list, prioritization list, I think those are really important. That's great. I love that. That's such a good tip. Now, um, one of the things that we were talking about is, um, like we just touched on, was the importance of taking care of yourself, not just mentally and emotionally, but also physically. And you had talked about well, you're a makeup artist as well on the side, right? That's right. Yeah. And in terms of like physical, like working out and just sort of, you know, putting on a fresh face to feel a little bit better. Talk, can you talk to some of the moms out there that are kind of going through the same thing? Because my best friend actually, when she became a mom, yeah, we talked about this at length and it was like, you know what? Even if it's just a little bit of concealer, just to make yourself look awake. And even if you're not leaving the house, it's going to make you feel so much better on the inside. So talk to us a little bit about that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I thought that was really silly because, you know, in the beginning I was at home, right, for a few months with my daughter. And I'm like, why do I need to put anything on my face? And, And it was not like, you know, every day I have to put a full face on. But, you know, when I was going to work and everything, like... That was key. You know, you want to look presentable. You want to look polished. Um, So people take you seriously, right? Um, And then after I was at home and I was like, I kind of let go. And I think that's when I was starting to think like, what's the need? I don't need to do this. I don't need to, you know, put any makeup on. I don't have time for this, really. I think that was the main thing. Um, But then I started to, you know, just say, I need to make that time for myself. I need to get up earlier. You know, I'm tired. I want to look better. And concealer is key for me. On a day-to-day basis, baby or no baby, I need concealer. I think that's for most um, South Asian women. So that's how we feel about yeah, it. Yeah, right. So um, I think that's kind of what it was. And it was just a little bit of that concealer, pop that mascara on, and I'm like, I feel so much better. I feel a million times better. Yeah. Um, and I think that was just really important. And that was just, you know, to go run an errand or just to be in the house or something like that. You know, someone's coming to visit. And I just felt good, you know, and I felt good on my face and I felt good inside. And I don't think that makeup is the only thing that makes you feel good. 
And like you said, you know, physical health, you know, how did I incorporate that? You know, I was really trying hard um, in the beginning to incorporate that, but I was trying to let my body also just, you know, tell me when it was time. So I think that was really important. You know, I didn't want to push myself too quickly because I used to work out when I was pregnant, but I felt tired after I gave birth. Of course. Um, So I, you know, I took little steps, you know, I have stairs in the house of going up and down the stairs. I use that a little bit, you know, to my advantage, you know, that was kind of my workout. And then I would slowly incorporate a little bit of, you know, cardio in between, um, you know, at home while my baby was sleeping or, you know, I would take her to classes after I quit work. And that really incorporated a lot of physical activity because, you know, I was, you know, lifting her. So, you know, those kinds of small steps. And then I eventually made it to the gym where I would take her for a jog. So I think that was really important. That sounds amazing. I really love your take on the whole situation of wanting to take care of yourself so that you have more energy to give to your child. And I think that, you know, it might come off as a little controversial when it comes to you know, just the outer beauty, but I just really feel like there's so much of a connection there that if you do throw on a little bit of concealer, if you do throw on a little bit of mascara, it is going to make you feel better. And it's not like you have to be completely 100% reliant on these things to make you feel better. You do need to do the other work as well on the inside, on the emotional level. Mm -hmm. But if the concealer is the first step to getting you to feel a little bit better about yourself so that you can go in and turn, you know, start exercising a little bit more, start writing down your thoughts and stuff like that, then there's nothing wrong with that. I I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. And you also, you know, you're so used to being out in the world, you know, especially if you were working before and that was the case for me. And so I felt like a little out of place, you know, so I wanted to also look the part um, and not always look so tired. Um, stepping out of the house. Yeah, I think as a new mom, I mean, there's just there's already so much pressure on you as it is that there is being (laughs) as gentle as possible on yourself and allowing yourself to just, you Mm -hmm. know, to not succumb to those pressures. I think that's that's really huge, Um, which actually leads me to the next question. So maybe Mm -hmm. not just in our South Asian culture, but, you know, across a lot of different cultures, there is a lot of outside scrutiny on how you should be living your life. Mm -hmm. And you've been away from that being in uh, Northern California, but I'm sure on some level it still exists there. How do you deal with that? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, the South Asian community is quite big here. We've got a bit of family here. But I do think there's a big um, relief not having to, you know, be um, growing or having a baby, you know, with all your family and friends around because there is again so much societal pressure around you know you know bouncing back I think and it's and it's not just um, with me and I feel that you know with everyone it's just kind of you know how quick can you bounce back you know how quick can you look really good you know physically especially I think that's the key and I think it's also you know social media also plays a big role in that um, as well you know just kind of looking at oh my gosh what are other people doing or how did they look or how did they bounce back, you know, physically so well? Yeah. Or, you know, how are they, how do, how do they not have to, you know, rely on putting on concealer every day kind of thing or, you know, just kind of going out and about. And so I think, um, you know, being here is, is a little bit, it's more relaxed here, that's for sure. So you don't feel that, but, um, you know, there are some kind of pressures where you feel, you know, maybe I'm not nursing for as long, you know, as I should, quote, yeah. quote. you know, what does that really mean? Or, um, you know, I had to attend a, you know, a family wedding. I had to fly to the UK in my third, uh, for my baby was three months old. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like, I really want to look great again. And that's that, you know, societal 
pressure. And I think you do it to yourself too. Um, I think we all do it to ourselves. You know, you just want to look your best. You do want to look your best in you know, family weddings. But especially as being a new mom, you're, I was thinking to myself, like, you know, I really want to fit in, um, you know, to any of my clothes or I just want to, like, look presentable, that kind of thing. But I think it's about, you know, I don't think you can do this right away. But, you know, I told myself after some time, after a few months, you know, I have to take it easy. I have to look after myself because it's going to affect me physically. So I think it was more of internal just talking to myself about it and just telling myself like, you know, F it. I'm yeah. just gonna be the way that I am. And you know, I think that shines through and you know, you feel positive, you feel better as a person, and then you're gonna look even better. And so I think that was key for me. But there is a lot of pressure, you know, saying, Hey, you know, when are you gonna start working out again? Or oh, what are you still eating? You know, that kind of thing. You're not pregnant anymore. Um, so you get those, you get those comments. Oh, you just yeah. have to, at some point, push it away. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so crazy. I was just, it just reminded me of this time when I had lost about 20 pounds and everybody uh-huh. was like, oh, you look great. Okay, no, don't lose any more. And I was just like, no, I, I have, I want to lose more. Like, don't, don't put yeah, that don't on go. me. You know, it's just funny though, because yeah. no matter what you do, people are always going to have opinions about it. And I'm sure, you know, they right. probably, you've probably gotten a lot of opinions on how to raise your child too. Not, not, not just yeah. on like, you know, how, how much weight you should lose or what you should be doing at that time. But how do you deal with, yeah. with that, with people's opinions on, on how you should be raising your child? Um, so, you know, in the beginning, um, you know, I got to visit home shortly after I had my baby because, you know, I wanted to see my family. I wanted to be close to home. I was off. Um, and, you know, I got a lot of opinions and I have a really supportive family. You know, my parents are super supportive. My sister is really supportive. So I had that. But, you know, again, at the same time, it's you know, raising a daughter or raising a child in Canada is so different raising a child in America where you don't get all that leave. Yeah, you don't get the full leave. You know, you don't get your full one-year leave. So that's where you get that pressure. And I had like this like expectation or this vision of myself, you know, I'm going to take off a full year, you know, and raise my child. And I think that's what everyone is expecting of me. Um, and you know, your in-laws and everyone are saying, you know, like, you know, you shouldn't be doing this or do that. And, and, and that also those like, expectations as well from even my mom I just think you know she was also thinking you know maybe she should stay home but at the same time everyone's like you know be kind of good for you to get out of the house as well and do what you need to do but really nobody knows what really has to happen except for you and I think that's you know I had a lot of that you know a lot of people having conversations on my behalf and yeah you're just sitting there listening to it and you know it was a conflict because I would take everyone's opinions in and I think you just you can't really help but think about everything that everyone is saying Mm -hmm. around you until you actually make one decision, choose a path, and then you realize it yourself. So I think it's unfortunate, but I feel like you have to kind of experience one path to really know this is what you really want to do. And I think that's after, you know, where I was kind of going through a conflict is when I started writing down my thoughts is when I started to make the decision that was the best for me. But it is difficult to go through that. You kind of have to say, this is what I envision for myself, I'm going to push through and I'm going to do it. You know, you kind of get pulled in one direction, but it, it can be a scary thing, especially in our culture and our community to mm-hmm. sort of ignore the way things have been done and ignore the advice of others, um, which is not usually advice. It's more like, well, you know, this is what you should <laughs> be <telling> doing. <laughs> um, but it can be yeah. a really, really scary thing. I know myself, I've had to I, I've definitely scrub, struggled with that and to just be able to, you know, yeah. say, you know what, 
I respect your opinion, but this is what I'm going to go ahead and do. So I definitely say like, that's, that's really great that you were able to do that. And I think that a lot more people should definitely put themselves in their, their marriage. It's your marriage with your husband. It's how you want to raise your child. It's what the decisions that you want to make. It's not anybody else's to make and, and, and just go ahead and, and do what's right for you guys. So my, my hat goes off to you Thank for that. Thank you, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, and again, you just have to have a supportive partner, like you said. I think that's really important, um, you know, who can say, you know, well, this is what we really need to do for ourselves or at this time. This is what works. That's so true. That's that's so key. Supportive partner is so key because, I mean, it's your family, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. If you guys want to check out uh, Viral's Instagram, it's beautiful by V. I'm going to link all of her information on the blog post for this episode. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your Instagram page? Thanks. Um, it's just a, a newly Instagram page that I've created. Um, it's just mainly about any makeup that I've done, um, you know, when I have time because I do it on the side or just makeup, you know, tips that I want to share, makeup reviews. So I blog about reviews a lot um, and some things about, you know, being a mom, to a toddler now um, and just some fun things so that's really what it is um, so I just um, love to share anything about makeup and health and wellness that I can relate to in mom life that's so that's check it great. out okay so thank you so much again for being on the podcast and we will see you guys next week with another episode thank you so much Deepa for having me I had a really no great time problem.